When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Star Trek has never been afraid to court controversy. It seems that, with the rise of social media, there are more people than ever who have come out on one side or another when it comes to decisions made by the writers on what to do with the show, which has given us a new age of discourse on Star Trek. The points in this list are those which are open to debate as to whether they were necessary or not. Why did one happen where another might have written it a different way? What is the point of X character's death when something else could have served the story better? Generating these kind of questions is one of the things that keeps a show from going stale, which, in fairness, Star Trek has had the danger of becoming over its 50-plus year history, with many different timelines, universes, and iterations, which are the moments that stand out as the most divisive in the franchise. With that in mind, I am Sean Ferrick for Trek Culture, and these are the 10 most divisive Star Trek moments. 10. Spock Screams Star Trek Into Darkness is not a bad film by any means. It may be the weakest of the Abrams films, though there is still plenty to enjoy. Benedict Gumberbatch delivers a more than solid performance as Khan, delivering a more nuanced version of the character than we had seen before. However, while there is no crime in switching the sacrifice role from Spock to Kirk, which certainly makes sense in the context of the film, the moment when Spock roars Khan was a moment that is pure Marmite. Love it or hate it. While Zachary Quinto delivers an excellent performance as Spock throughout the trilogy, this moment was out of character even for this much more emotional version of Spock. He has watched his planet die, he gets a bit of a pass. It breaks the tension of the scene, transforming Kirk's death from a sacrifice to a parody. Yet, there are those who love this moment. 9. Killing Hugh while the Romulan Tal Shiar agent Nerissa is nobody's favourite character in Star Trek Picard, the death of Hugh would only go so far as to push her even further into the hated-by-all camp. Bringing Hugh back from the next generation as a leader of the XBs was a stroke of genius, connecting Picard's story to the Borg while also serving as a soft introduction to Seven of Nine. However, it would be his death that would lead to her establishment as something of a mentor to Elnor. While Elnor was aboard the Cube, albeit briefly, Hugh is his companion and attempts to help Elnor escape. However, they are quickly surrounded by Tal Shiar agents, and then, with almost no preamble, Hugh is murdered by Nerissa. Though Seven would later give Nerissa her dues. This moment was both shocking and upsetting for fans of the character. Hugh had been a part of the franchise since the Next Generation's fifth season, and killing him in such a cruel and quick way does not feel like a death that was warranted. However, it also served to bring Elnor and Seven closer together, so it certainly served its purpose. Hugh's time may have been brief, but it was most certainly memorable. 8. The Death of Jadzia Dax Everything about this 
could have been avoided, leaving a bitter taste in the mouths of fans of Star Trek Deep Space Nine as it went into its seventh and final season. Terry Farrell tried and failed to negotiate appearing in less episodes in the last season, asking to be reduced to recurring status rather than starring as the workload was immense. However, she was presented with an all or nothing deal, meaning that for her to leave, the character had to die. Jadzia is killed in the final episode of the sixth season and it is to date the only Star Trek main character who has died and then not returned in some form or another. Although Esri Dax was a very likeable character, the death of this fan favourite was polarising. The details of the behind the scenes situation didn't get fully revealed until years after they had taken place, so for fans this was a sudden and sad shock, one that did not sit right with many people. 7. Starfleet Goes to War with the Dominion while Star Trek had not always been a show about peaceful exploration and seeking out strange new worlds, it had, for the longest time, been about resolutions, bettering ourselves, and expansion of the human condition. When, in the fifth season of Deep Space Nine, the Federation went to war against the Dominion, this came as something of a shock. There have been conflicting opinions on what Gene Roddenberry would have felt about the war. George Takei opined that Roddenberry would have hated the war, believing it to stand against everything that Star Trek was meant to represent. However, others have said that he would have loved it, and that only budgets came kept him from having large-scale battles and fights in the original series. Whichever side of that argument Wood comes down on, what is clear is that when Deep Space Nine committed to the war, they went all in, creating an arc that still stuns to this day. While a HD remaster may still be a pipe dream at this point, the scenes crafted for the Dominion War arc remain some of the most visually stunning in Star Trek pre-Discovery era to this day. 6. Dr. Culber's Death This one really got people riled up to the point where the actors and producers had to calm people down on social media. As Discovery is sent into a mirror universe in the first season, Ash, who is about to be exposed as a sleeper agent, murders Dr. Culber, breaking his neck in a sudden, violent move that shocked audiences. It was planned from the beginning that Culber would return thanks to the magic of the spore drive, yet this moment quickly fell into the crosshairs of fans due to its perceived entry into the bury your gaze trope. Culber and Stamets are a happily married couple, who also both happen to be male. There has been a trend in Hollywood of killing off the gay characters on shows to get that extra emotional punch, and this certainly seemed to fit that bill. Even with the characters' return, there is an argument that it was a somewhat cheap way of getting a shock out of the audience. Discovery Season 1 was certainly not the strongest season of Star Trek that's ever been written. 5. Killing Captain Kirk Star Trek Generations has got the reputation of being the film that put the bridge on the captain. And to be fair, that is 100% correct. However, the film was given the somewhat daunting task of passing the baton from the original series crew to the next generation crew. Had the original series crew's tenure finished with the Undiscovered Country, the fans would most likely have been fine with that. The ending to Star Trek VI is very nearly perfect. The signatures that come up on screen at the end, while potentially a bit much, though still copied by Avengers Endgame, are the cast's way of ending their service with style. Having Kirk return for generations, while a solid addition to the script, the cottage scene is perfect, though his ending seems to be an anticlimax for one of the most action-oriented captains in the fleet. However, one way of looking at this is that there was never going to be a death scene that would have pleased everyone. Having Picard bury Kirk, though, was a beautiful moment of passing the torch. 4. Sheer effing hubris Admiral Clancy's exclamation when Picard sits in her office, demanding to be reinstated to Starfleet, although deigning to accept the rank of Captain rather than Admiral, was one of the first truly divisive moments in Star Trek Picard. This was the first time the F-bomb had been dropped around Jean-Luc, shocking audiences and letting us know early on that we were not in for another season of The Next Generation. 
Star Trek Picard, like Discovery before it, opened the door to a torrent of online criticism from fans who felt that the tone and language simply had no place in Star Trek. While one may or may not agree with that, to discount this argument is to alienate a large portion of the fanbase. On the other hand, Star Trek has always succeeded when it pushed boundaries. Depicting an admiral who has no time to be lectured by a man who feels he can walk in and dominate any room is objectively a completely fair depiction of what would happen. Picard left Starfleet by issuing an ultimatum, then attempted to re-enter the service by doing the exact same thing. Perhaps Admiral Clancy has a point. 3. Geordi creates a holographic Leah Brahms Geordi LaForge is undoubtedly a fantastic engineer and a highly endearing character. He has saved the Enterprise D and E on numerous occasions and was in charge of the creation of the Mars Armada to save the Romulan people. Not his fault what happened. While being an excellent engineer, a devoted friend to Data and a generally all-around good guy, he was still something of a creepy stalker person. In the episode Booby Trap, the Enterprise is trapped by ancient weaponry. Geordi, in order to better understand the issue and find a way to fix it, creates a hologram of one of the ship's main designers, Dr. Leah Brahms to help him, and he falls in love with her. It is a very strange decision on the part of the writers. Geordi is supposed to be a character we root for. Having him create a hologram worthy of a Kirk-era simulation is a trait that fans did not particularly take to. It was, however, addressed later when the real Dr. Brahms discovers the program. 2. Trip Dies it is fair to say that almost everyone agrees that killing Trip in the final episode of Enterprise was a grave error. It was done to be a shocking moment, something to send the show out with a bang. These Are the Voyages is certainly not one of the best episodes of the series, and there are many who would quietly like it forgotten. However, one person who certainly doesn't feel that way is Dominic Keating. He felt that the episode had a strong send-off to the series. The thematic death of Trip, the arguable heart of the series, was symbolic of the death of not only the series itself, but of that era of Star Trek. For the the first time since the original series went off the air, there was an ending with no rebirth in sight. Whether one agrees with the idea of killing Trip or not, it is undeniably a shocking moment in the episode, one that succeeds in the gut punch that it was written to be. Trip may be gone, but at least a part of him exists on the holodeck, or on a Captain Kirk Sunday. 1. Did Janeway murder Tuvix? This is an argument that harkens back to the needs of the many outweighing the needs of the few. When Neelix and Tuvok are accidentally spliced together in a transporter accident, they are fused into one new, entirely sentient being. Tuvix, love him or hate him, was a real, living and breathing person. He feels, he bleeds, he laughs, he cries. Janeway decides to put him back through the transporter in order to bring Tuvok and Neelix back, but it does mean ending Tuvix's existence. Janeway has something of an impossible decision. Who deserves to live? Tuvix has committed no crime, yet Tuvok and Neelix are members of the crew and friends and family. What makes the decision even more agonising is that no one stands up for Tuvix. Only the doctor refuses to inject Tuvix with the required isotopes to complete the procedure. It is a very difficult one to come down on, on either side. The decision is both right and wrong. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.